everyone, how are you going? That's good stuff. I'm pretty excited. This week uh, I've been talking to God about first love and uh, with, the, with the Ephesian church, the Ephesian age, which loses its first love. And I've been talking to him a lot about first love and that's been my focus. And I thought I was going to bring a message on first love and I had all these amazing pictures God gave me and I remembered back uh, like in year six and all the girls would fall in love with someone, write someone's name on their, on their ruler and practice signing their name and on their pencil case and stuff like that and they get a friend and your friend can marry my friend and they'll move in together or we live next to one be neighbours and have kids together and they'll, you know, they'll grow up and play at the park each and we'll be best friends forever and like they had this, this picture but they just, they just see some guy for some reason like he was good at Tarzo or good at handball or something <laughs> and they can fall completely in love with him and they write, start practicing his name, you know, with their name, like, on, on the end, like the married name and on their, and they just, it's just that, just head over here was irrational and I was thinking a lot, lot about that. And um, earlier this week, God told me, Chris, as an expression of love, I want you to talk about translocating in the spirit. About travelling in the spirit going to other countries, going to other galaxies, having visions, going to heaven at will, by faith. Uh, Okay, that's good. (laughs) So, there's a bit of stuff in the back of my mind about this, and I just seen Ian Clayton as well, so that was, you know, it was was in the spin around the place. And last night, about 11.30, I'm thinking... You know, did God really say that? Because is that really what God, the message God wants to bring to the earth in this day? And then on my Skype, bloop, this little message come. Hi Chris, hang on. And it was a friend called Millie who I hadn't seen since December 08. And I thought, oh, Millie knows about this stuff, so this must be God. So I call her. And uh, she's English. And she's like, oh, hi Chris, how you going? And um, I said, Millie. I think this is a sign. Tomorrow, I'm going to talk about uh, travelling in the spirit and trans-relocating and things like that. And she goes, oh yeah, yeah, no, Ian Clayton, he's been mentoring me on that. Yeah, he's been doing it for a few years. And then I finally met him. I was like, he's been mentoring you, then you met him. Yeah, yeah, we used to meet in the spirit, me, him and Jason, and we used to meet up and talk about the doors. I'm like, (laughs) talk on! Write me a sermon. <laughs> so that was God's confirmation that this is the right thing to talk about right now. This is what God wants to talk about. He says to um, Jeremiah, "Open up the find the, the ancient paths." Now we think we teach ancient paths. This must be the old, you know, back then. But no, he was back then. What were his ancient paths? Pre the flood, Enoch was not. We restorer of ancient dwellings, build the walls of new paths to walk, the paths to walk. So I was very convinced now that I'm on the right track. And we want to hear from love, first love, and we're going into uh, these, things, these things of the Spirit. And that was my journey this week, thinking about first love. And God said, move into these things of the Spirit. Okay, so what I'm going to talk about today is... Uh, what do we have, like who we are, and then what can we do, okay? Because it's identity before your destiny, that whole thing, but who before the do. 
let's work out who we are. And a long time ago, God gave me this picture of uh, a car in a garage. And um, I'm talking about 10 years ago. So Tony, back there in the red shirt, he lived with me with heard this story 10 years ago. And someone gave you a, a brand new BMW sports car. And they said, well, a lot of money, and they gave it to you. And they parked it, and you put it in your garage, and you put it down, and you kept it nice and safe. And five months later, the guy comes back to you and goes, hey, how's the BMW? You know, I've been wanting to give that to you for so long. I was so excited to give it to you. I saved up, saved up, cost me everything, and I finally got to give it to you. And uh, I go, no, it's great. It's great. Look, here it is. In the garage, exactly how you gave it to me. Completely untouched. The person's like, no, no, no. I gave it for you to use and to drive. And if you crash it, I'll pay for it to fix it up. I want you to use the BMW. You're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm worthy of, of, of a BMW like this. I feel a bit uncomfortable. Here, let me pay you for it. I'm gonna, I am going to pay you for this BMW. I'm going to work hard and I'm going to get some stuff. I'm going to pay you. But all I've got is dirt. So here you go, Darren. Thanks to the BMW. Here's some dirt, okay? I've been working really hard. Some of that's poo. It's okay. It's from the garden. I've been working hard, working hard. More works. Here, Darren. Have some blood and bone. <laughs> if Darren saved up probably that BMW, he want me to have it, and I didn't touch it and left it in the garage, that's one thing. Then trying to pay him with it with dirt's another. And God was saying, just take your car out and drive it. Okay, so who are we? What vehicle do we have? We are a spirit being. We're a spirit. We have a soul. We're in a body. Over and over, the Bible refers to God as the Father of the spirits of man. Old Testament and New Testament. We are spirits. That's what we are. Okay, and as spirits, we come from before the foundation of the earth. Not when you were born. You existed before Genesis 1 1. I'm going to look at this right now. I've written some scriptures down so I don't mess them up. That's why I wrote them down. Jeremiah 1 5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I pointed you a prophet to the nations. Before you were formed in the womb, God knew you. Before you were born, He consecrated you. That means He did something with you and set you apart before you were in the womb. You existed before you came to earth. I was talking to Millie and she goes, yeah, now what God's been talking to me about me recently is what I used to do before I came to earth. Preach on, Millie. Perhaps she's here. <laughs> Shouldn't have said that. Ephesians 1.4 Ephesians 1.4 Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ. Before the foundation of the earth. So when's the foundation of the earth? Genesis 1, 1, 1. 
in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth before the foundation of the earth God loved us and chose us to be holy without fault in his eyes Ecclesiastes 12, 6-7 I remember Ian Clayton speaking and he was just saying yeah, no, when people die what happens is uh, if they're Christians their spirit wraps their soul and it goes to heaven and their spirit returns to God but they don't have that then their soul just goes to be without God to hell nothing to do that's a pretty uh, big reference without a a Bible reference there that's a pretty big call and he's just saying yeah, I I just saw it so he's he's just talking like this Anyway, so I'm saying, God, is that true? Ecclesiastes 12, 6-7 Remember him before the silver cord is severed or the golden bowl is broken before the pitcher is shattered at the spring or the will is broken at the well and the dust returns to the ground from which it came and the spirit returns to God from whom he gave it. Your spirit comes from God and will return to God so your spirit has always existed because it's always been in God and God is eternal you existed outside this time after it and before it you are a spirit being that existed before Genesis 1.1 Romans 11.36 says from him, for him and from him and through him and to him are all things all things are from him you come from God you are part of the cloth of whatever God is as Jeff Jansen says you are cut from the cloth of his heart your spirit which is what you are comes from the heart of God the very substance of God is what you are just talking about the car we're going to drive Amplified Version says, For all things originate with him and come from him. All things live through him, and all things center in and tend to consummate and to end in him. To him be the glory. You're part of God. The spirit that you are is the very cloth and substance of God. When God breathed life into Adam, put the breath of God, his very substance, Adam was made in his image so when God breathed into him and Adam opened his eyes God was looking at a reflection of himself that's what you are as Adam was but better because Adam could lose it but we in Christ can never lose what we have because Christ's righteousness we're based on When God looks at you, he sees the perfect image of himself as you are being conformed to the image of his Son but the Spirit is the perfect image of God. This is what you are. This is what you are. Redeemed, the blood has washed all sin away. All sin is gone. You are perfect. The image of God, face to face was Adrian would say mouth to mouth this is the car that's in your garage don't try and pay anyone for it 
Don't leave it there. We're going to take it for a drive. That's what we're going to do. Just another thing, <laughs> another thing to expand how we feel about this. Now we know we're a spirit being. Here's a question. How big are you? What size are you? How big's your spirit? Are you six foot three? Are you five foot nine? How big's your spirit? This is just a representation of what's happening in the spirit realm. Okay? But God holds the universe in the palm of his hand. So here's a question. Does God really have a hand? Did God go, I've existed forever. Oh, I've got a hand. That's useful. Oh, opposable thumbs. Now I can open the, now I can text on the phone. Lucky. I exist forever. Lucky I've got these type of thumbs. Otherwise, when the Bible talks about hands or anything of God, it's about the function of God. The hand of God is what he does. You know, the, the back of God, the eyes of God, the, it, it's a representation. God doesn't look like this because he's everywhere. He's omnipresent. Okay? He's a spirit and he is everywhere. And you're in him. How big is your spirit? When they say we see an angel, they say, oh, that angel's seven foot, that angel's 36 foot, that angel's 100 foot tall. Do you really think angels are that high, like in heaven where there's no actual reference to anything? It's just how they represent here according to their authority. Otherwise, you'd have tiny angels walking through heaven and big angels, (coughs) hi. Oh, good. (coughs) Size in the spirit is just a representation to us. So what size is your spirit really? Are you as big as a house? Are you as big as the earth? Are you as big as a galaxy? Or this substance? Very useful when you are praying for something and something's manifesting. I don't care. I'm as big as the universe. What do you do? You are a spirit. We have to know we're a spirit that is raised and seated in heavenly places right now. Otherwise we'll try and cool heaven down. As most of the songs of the 90s. (laughs) We'll try and cool heaven down. But we're in heaven and we bring heaven down. We're not a person having a spiritual experience. We're a spiritual person having an earthly experience, a natural experience. But we are spirit. That's what we are. That's the car that's in the garage. Do you want to take it for a spin? I do. Okay. So that's part one. Part two is, what can we do? In the old zoos, like London Zoo, they get a lion and they put it in a box that was about, you know, 12 foot long. And the lion would walk up and down. Get to the end, turn around, walk back. Get to the end, Turn around, walk back. Get to the end. Turn around, walk back. They would do this year after year after year after year. Then the 80s, we suddenly realised, maybe this is cruel. <laughs> so let's put them in giant enclosures. So we made all these big enclosures, and we got these lines out, and we put them in the enclosure, and what did they do? Cage, the fence is there. Turn around. Turn around. Religion and bad teaching has put us in a box. The church 
for years and years and years. And this is what we do. Maybe if I pray, God will heal the sick. That would be an amazing thing. Maybe if I just keep being good and keep going to church, that God will be happy with me. And this is the extent of my Christianity. And maybe, maybe a big name speaker will come into town and he will see me and my need will be met. And this, that's what, that's, that's what we come from, isn't it? And God, what we're doing is putting ourselves in a much bigger place. And we want to keep doing this. We want to do what we want that line to do. We want the line to open the cage. It's unlocked. Rawr. Rawr, rawr, rawr. Don't you? <laughs> oh, I got there. Well, but not the giant enclosure. We've got the Serengeti. Not the Serengeti, we've got the universe. We are spirit beings. What we want to do is get that car out of the garage and take it for a drive. What we want to do is not be the lion that's been caught up for so long because we have the church going back and forth, back and forth. Even when we get put in a larger area, we want to just stretch and go. Okay? Good. Psalms 8, 4 to 5. What is man that you thought of him, and the son of man that you care for him? You made him a little lower than. A little lower than Elohim, a little lower than God. Now, just for entertainment purposes, I put NIV in. <laughs> just for laughs, just for giggles. Which way does that go? Even the NIV's upside down. It's better that way. <laughs> okay. In the NIV, which is what we're always taught, you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings or the angels. Now, this is a study Bible, so they explain that to us. Heavenly beings, the exalted angelic creatures that surround God in his heavenly realm. And a little writing, but see text note. Text note, heavenly angels, actually God. <laughs> so it's there, if you want to search for it. Look, you've got an NIV. One day when the sun's setting, go to the beach, walk along the pier, throw it off. <laughs> You were made a little lower than God. Or as the, uh, the literal, Young's literal translation, a little short of the Godhead, he says. Yet you have made God a little lower, you have made man a little lower than God, a little lower than yourself, and have crowned him with glory and honour. When the angels fell, they got one shot, bang, you're gone. Man falls, all of heaven rallies and God sends his son to bring us back. We are of his substance. He wants our spirits to return to him. And they have. So when can you do this? Religion says, when you die, your spirit leaves your body and you go see God. But I know that Hebrews says, the word of God is living and active, 
and more powerful than any two-edged sword and separates between soul and spirit. If you're waiting to die to see God, then death is your salvation. If you're waiting to die to see heaven, then death is your salvation. Jesus' death on the cross, cleansing with the blood, is your salvation. Believing once gives you full access. Because the word of God, who's that? Jesus Christ is living, quick and active and effectual in separating, sharper than two-edged sword, in separating spirit and soul. Did I say soul and body before? Didn't mean to. Spirit and soul. Your spirit is free. It's one with God, belongs to God. And what you were taught by religion, that when you die and what your spirit does then, is what you have right now. So Jesus says, I'll tell you the truth. Everyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I'm going to the Father. What did Jesus do? He did everything. In John 20, the doors are locked and he appeared in the room. It says the doors were locked. He appears in the room. When they went to stone him, he walked through the crowd. When he was in the temple, they went to stone him, he hid himself now come on behind a pillar (laughs) he hid himself for in him we live Acts 17.28 for in him we live and move and have our being our existence as some of your poets said we are his offspring we are one spirit with God we know that if any man be in Christ he is one spirit and God is omnipresent, so he's everywhere. And you have the same cloth, same substance, same frequency as him. And in him you live and move and have your being. So you can be anywhere that God is. Is God in London? You can be in London. Is God in Alpha Centauri? <laughs> You can be in any galaxy that you want. It's his delight to give you the kingdom. He delights in this. This is what he foresaw. And this is what we need to be. Reading Bible and getting our programs better is not going to change the world. We have to radically reconsider what scriptures have said. How about this one? Job I've read Job at some time and thought my life's like Job you know Job comes and he's everyone's complaining 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 the very end God rocks up and says really and gives his list of stuff we've read it as very sarcastic because of our religious understanding why don't you just read it plainly? He says to Job, Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Where were you when God laid the foundation of the earth? You were in him. Consecrated, set apart to know him, be conformed to his image. 
what is the way of the abode of light and where does darkness reside can you take them to their places do you know the paths to to their dwellings surely you know for you were already born you have lived so many years As Rachel was saying, you've got to see this in your heart. So, it's time for you to leave me. I'm going to talk about three ways. And you can listen, you can close your eyes. Um, I'll get the pianist up in a minute, I'll just give him a tap on the shoulder. Your spirit, soul, and body. And there's two ways you can move, just by your spirit, being in heaven, because you're raised and seated in heavenly places, right now, in Christ. Spirit and soul. So when your spirit goes, your conscience is still here, but I can get pictures from God, words from God. Jesus did that. He saw what the Father was doing and did it. Or you can go spirit and soul, where your soul encompasses, or your spirit encompasses your soul and takes you somewhere and your whole conscience is there. You lose complete conscience of where you are. Okay, you're completely there. Or you can go spirit, soul and body, which is to trans-relocate. So let's talk about these. Just close your eyes. I'll tell you, uh, do you know how you do this? Ask God. He said, you only need desire because everything's been paid for. It's what you are. And I said, very theologically, what about faith? And God said, you have the faith of God. You have been given the measure of faith. All you need is desire. You can move in your spirit. Jesus did that. He saw what the Father was doing and he did it. You get pictures, but you're still here. But you can move in the spirit. Ian Clayton walked to his friend's house. There's a baby there, and babies still haven't, haven't lost that knowledge or that ability, and the baby just locked onto him. And he goes, This is interesting. So he thought, I'm going to go into the spirit. And as he did, the baby's eyes just watched him, then moved to the roof. Up, up, up. And then Clayton goes, Whoa, I'm going back to normal. And the baby's eyes go, Down down, down, down. Millie walked into a shopping centre with her angels and the kid, there's a kid there in the pram just freaked and was looking, at, looking all around, just, just burst and looking at all the angels, all the angels, all the angels. See your eyes are open. You can do this in the spirit. Spirit and soul. You go there and you're fully there but your body's here. People have visions and things like that. Adrian talks about sleepers as death. When you die, you think, oh, when I die, my spirit will go to heaven. Sleep is not just for dreaming. It's for you to cooperate with God and go and do things. There's lots of stuff to be done. The universe is in a mess. The earth is in a mess. Lots of things to be done. You think, when you first heard about dreams, you think, I didn't remember my dreams. Are really that important? And you heard about it, heard about it, heard about it. Your dreams became clearer and clearer. You began to understand them. And then you have faith of dreams. And then you remember your dreams. 
is not the process. Sleep as in death. She's not dead, she's just sleeping. The son of man had not lay his head on and on. When Jacob laid his head on the rock, he was sleeping when he saw the ladder. Sleep is in death. Whatever you're expecting to do when you died, we're going to do this in the universe, we're going to do this in the universe, I'm going to go here. Now, before you go to bed, ask God, I have the desire, give yourself permission. In the Bible, they used to travel spirit and soul, and they would look into uh, other governments and see what they were doing. This is what the spies are doing, and they'd come back and report it. It's over and over again. Some of my friends, some people in this room, have, have talked to people of old. One friend uh, had a question about King David, so she went and asked him. Another friend's into revival and thought that'd be interesting and went back and talked to the generals. Millie was saying last night that she went to heaven and she saw uh, this woman who was so much honour for this woman and she wore this golden armour, so much honour. She was in a meeting. She comes back into the meeting and Ian Clayton goes, Oh, I see you've met Joan of Arc. Because he could see her. <laughs> that's, that's spirit and soul. Witchcraft is soul leaving. And they go out on their silver cord, and out they go. Okay? No spirit. That's because they can't take their spirit, and that's why they will go to hell. Because they can't take their spirit to return to God and capturing their soul. Even though the Todd Bentley story, when the witches came into his room, he says, Get out. I was like, Cut your silver cord, and they're gone. <laughs> I just grabbed the, um, the piano players, the pianistas. So just close your eyes. I want to give some biblical examples. Because in the testimony, there's a spirit of prophecy. Soul, spirit and body. Trans-relocation. <laughs> Enoch was not <laughs> Hebrews 11.5 it was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven translated without dying this was in the old covenant but Hebrews also says that Christ's work was finished before the foundation of the earth so he accessed it didn't he he disappeared because God took him for he was taken up that's you Acts 8, 39-40 When they came up out of the water, Philip and the eunuch, the Egyptian eunuch, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away. And the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared at Azotus and travelled about preaching the gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. Full body changing. The prophets did this. The armies were scared of them. We come search for you. You won't be there anymore. You're never there. Jesus did this through the crowds. Uh, when he walked on the water, he jumped in the boat. They were three and a half miles into the, into the ocean, so about halfway through. And as soon as he got in the boat, the whole boat was at shore. 
the whole boat. That's pretty cool. These things you will do, these things you will do, and greater. All the security staff and airports and tracking people, Antichrist, who cares, man? He can't stop this. Just some testimonies. To build faith. But you can just go where you want to go already. Just say, God, I've got the desire. I desire this because you already have the faith. This is yours. This is your inheritance. Jason Westerfield, when he rocked up to Bethel, he thought, I should go to a Bible college because I've just met Jesus. So he goes there and Danny Silk says, Hey, how are you going? They're doing the interview. He goes, So, what have you been doing with your Christianity? He goes, Oh, I just got saved. I met Jesus. And like last night, I went to the Kremlin and uh, they were saying this. Then I went to China in, into the People's Hall and the Chinese government was saying this. Then I went to the White House and they were saying this. And Danny Silk was like, great, well, we probably don't have much room for you here. Anyway, that week in the paper, as Danny Silk's reading the paper, everything that, Dean, uh, that Jason Westwood said came out. Bruce Allen God told him to preach on this subject he was like what are you for real as he got up to speak on it he was translocated he went up into the universe right up then came down 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 in Latvia through a roof into a building in front of a room there was a girl inside crying so he went inside there was a Latvian girl and he could speak Russian and she could understand Russian <laughs> that type of thing and he, she was just crying because they had no food and he comforted her and he was back in the meeting. Ian Clayton, in his sleep, was in China and he's preaching in China and he was preaching in English but I heard him in Chinese and I was speaking in Chinese he heard them in English and then the secret police came in and they grabbed everyone and they held guns up to him he's like, I'm cool. I'm not really here. And they grabbed him and put a gun in his face. He could feel the gun. And then they started torturing the Christians by nailing him to wood. He's like, nah, nah, nah. And then they nailed him to wood, which really hurt. And he woke up. He had all the nail marks in his hands. Joshua Mills is in the service, in the worship. Just raised up his hands to worship. And he goes to a foreign country. I also think this is Russia. He preaches in Russia. Some guy gives him his business card, comes out of worship, goes up to preach, business card in his top pocket. Joshua Mills leaves his wedding ring and his watch at a hotel, flies back to America. He's lost it. That night he has a dream that he went back to the hotel and got his watch and his wedding ring wakes up there on his hand. Anna Mendez Farrell decides to have a meeting, uh, a simultaneous prayer meeting, 7.30, all around Mexico City, which is like the population of Australia. He's talking to some guy. He's saying, how can you get there, all those places? You can't drive around there in a day. She goes, just translocate. They get in the car. 
and they visit every single meeting and come back. If you know the size of <laughs> Mexico City, and look at that. Father, you've given us the measure of faith. This is your inheritance, this is your desire, this is the expression of your love for us that we respond to. We are spirit beings. We knew you before the foundation of the earth and now we're remembering. This is our desire, Lord. You've qualified us. We don't have to qualify. And it's your goodness that leads us to change our mind. We have the measure of faith already. And this is our desire. We know the, the Word of God is living and active, quick and effective, sharpening a two-edged sword, separating between soul and spirit. We are spirit beings, Lord. Made in your image, your mirror image. Conform to the likeness of your Son. Before the foundation of the earth, we were. Surely we know, but we were there. right now Father in thankfulness which is faith through the blood that we've heard about the veil of Christ's torn body we just step into that spiritual realm and raise up safe with you Any picture God gives you, just look into it. Look into that picture and agree with it. Every provision you need is in heavenly storerooms. When I first started, I'd just say, I agree that I'm here by faith. And I'm taking this by faith. I'm going to go back to earth by faith. A few days ago, I stepped in and the lightest, lightest picture, I could see a row of like, shelves and shelves and shelves. And I walked into that room, I could just, the lightest picture, I kept agreeing with it. It's there, it's there. And I thought one of these boxes is for me. All these boxes and boxes and boxes of like, shelves slash boxes. And I saw one that had Chris on it. And I stood back and they all had Chris on it. And I opened it up. And I reached inside. And I acted it out. There was, a, there was a silver spanner in there. And I know what that's for. I put it inside me. I backed out, back to earth. And I say, that spanner, that's that living water inside me, comes. I manifest into this earth. And two nights ago, I stepped in. I started seeing stars and, I, and I, my rational brain tried to kick in saying, oh, that's because you've watched this or watched this. And I said, no, 
my spirit being, my stereo I'm open. I agree. I look into this. I started moving through the stars and came through these clouds and there was a deck chair there. So I laid in the deck chair. I could just see it. It was the lightest of lightest pictures. I just kept agreeing with it. I just agree with this picture. And I started getting served with these drinks and drinks and stuff. And, and Jesus came along. He lay in the deck chair and he went those really old 80s Walkman on with a with the old foam headphones that sent off your ears. And he let me listen to it. And he just played a chord. It was just a chord. And I knew as I heard that chord, the, the sound, the frequency of that chord was healing my body, setting everything right, putting the molecules in place. And he said some stuff to me and gave me a Bible reference, which is for me and him. And I came back. When I come back, I agreed I bring all that with me back to this realm. Because I live from heaven to earth. My biggest problem is I kept opening my eyes. So I put one of those airplane sleeping masks on when I pray. <laughs> I've hit the wall once. And um, I stopped opening my eyes and it just clicks me back. And I keep my eyes closed. So I just see in because I'm just learning and learning. I just step in. I'm learning. And yet I talk and you listen to people on all sorts of steps in the path I started just by agreeing in faith but now I'm seeing and like you talk to a friend and they're saying yeah we're trying to get a contract my company's trying to get a contract in Africa and it just won't go through because the spirits of poverty trying to stop money coming into that country so I go visit those spirits of poverty (laughs) in the spirit and I'm like a threshing machine and I smash them and the contract goes through She's just learning. That's that's a a single girl doing that, just changing a multinational company. And then she goes in the boardroom and here's what's going to happen. And so when the boardroom announces we're changing the whole structure of the company, she already knows about it. (laughs) That's mine. I know that's mine. And more and more and more. From that first love, he wants to be with you in his house. We know we have earthly tents here. We have a house made by God. We want, he wants us to be there. And we're qualified to taste it now. Now faith is. So either by faith, just by agreeing, or seeing a light picture and keeping your eyes closed and agreeing, or fully going somewhere or disappearing we'll see you next week you start wherever you are because love doesn't care love doesn't care about small beginnings and by faith we say Father right now this is your will we step in to your realm through the veil of the torn body of Christ this is our spirit's home and we see with our spirit and we know by faith that everything we need is here the healing the understanding the authority the resource and the intimacy we want more Lord open the sea realm eyes 
as Elisha prayed, open his eyes that he may see. What do you see, Jeremiah? You have seen well. What do you see? Look into that. Agree with it. It goes on the same screen as your vision, the same screen as your imagination, the same screen as your memory. You only have one screen in your head. So don't think, oh, that's, that's how I remember stuff. No, it's the same screen. It's going to look the same. It's from God and it appears. Look into that. What's God showing you? A place of rest, a war room, a treasure room, an invention room, a garden. So much to see. Eternity is going to take to see it all. Start now. got some time if you click out just step back in when you've got what God Jesus has given you just put it inside your heart and you can come back to the veil and, and know it's here on earth then you just go back again so you're going to have some time now so the music plays But Jesus is going to minister to his church directly, as was always his intention. No priests, just one high priest. Let every member know God for himself. Thank you, Jesus.